What did you think of that last episode of Loki? Um, I mean, across the board, everybody loved it. Um, but I do have uh, some concerns and a few concerns, but not many. I'm not surprised. I, I was surprised that Kang showed up, but after seeing, well, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me rephrase that. I I was surprised that Nathaniel Richards showed up. Um, I was surprised by that a little bit. Um, but I I do feel good that like the, like last episode in our podcast we did talk about he who remains. Yeah, still, yeah. Though, at the end of time, we kind of talk, we kind of hit on that stuff. So that was good stuff. So I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I, I was totally expecting both of those because when you were talking about it, it really sounded like there's no way they could avoid it not being, you know, the castle is the citadel at the end of time, and inside of there is he who remains. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the only thing that surprised me was how they conflated uh, all the different iterations of Kang. Uh, Nathaniel Richards. So Nathaniel Richards is Kang's real name. I think he's the third. Uh, and then we have the third Kang. Yeah. Th- no, he's the Nathaniel Richards the third. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but we also have um, he who remains, who was not, um, who was not a Kang variant or iteration or whatever. So um, there's a couple different things going on there. So they're totally separate in the comics, but they. Conflated made a compound character in, in yeah. the MCU. And, and they made a compound character of He Who Remains and whatever Kang variation that's coming up. But I think people, our, our listeners need to understand that a lot of people on the internet are calling him Kang. Don't be surprised next season if he's not called Kang. I, would, like, I think what they're going to call him is Immortus or something different. Mm-hmm. I think they're saving Kang. He had Kang. a bunch of different names in this one. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm, I'm actually reading, and this is what we've talked about before. I'm reading Avengers Forever. I downloaded the digital comic. And Mike, if you're not, you have an iPad, right? You should yeah, download um, Avengers Forever and read it. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, okay. I think it's the kind of comic book that you would enjoy. I think it fills in so many gaps in what's coming into the next season and stuff like that. So, because you have to remember, the TVA doesn't have a lot of comic history behind it. So, they're having to make a lot of this stuff up. The MCU part's making a lot of this stuff up. And they're right. drawing some source material from only a few sources. And I think that, especially with Kang, I'm reading, um, I'm reading um, um, what's it called? Comic number. It's not called episodes. Issue. I'm reading issue nine of Avengers. It's been so long since I read comic. I'm, I'm reading issue nine of Avengers Forever, and it's the issue that, that gives Kang's entire history. And it fills in so many gaps. And it's actually a lot of lot for us to look forward to if we understand that the show might like hedge a little bit and not give us Kang yet. They might they might save Kang for Ant Man, which would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for example, the he who remains the guy the the guy at the end of Loki, he was acting kind of funny because he's really old and he's been doing that for a long long time. The king, the person like him that looks like him that we'll meet next season will not act like that. He will act completely different. And I think mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of different versions of this character in different ways. Uh, and it's going and it, and 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 the MCU and Marvel and Disney in particular will get a lot of use out of this out of the acting. I think he did a great job. How do you know he's going to act completely different? Is that from the comics that you're from the comics? That? From the comics. So, so in he. The, yeah, in the in the comics, Kang acts different than Mortis, who acts different than He Who Remains, and so you're going to see a lot of variations of Kang. Like, 
just to put in context, the amount of Lokis you saw in yeah. this season, I would not be surprised if we if we didn't see that many different Kangs. I'm just gonna call them Kang because you just people understand. But even okay. though it's incorrect, I'll just keep saying it. Um, so Nathaniel like, Richards. Yeah, I like saying Nathaniel Richards better. Um, that's uh, it, you'll go see a lot of variations of him in a lot of different formats, and it's gonna be fun. Hopefully. So was it he who remains that had that kind of um, playful way of speaking? No, no, no. He that, that's all stuff that the actor and the and the show brought in. He who remains is just a really old dude. Like if you oh, if, if you read okay. a comic, he's just a really really old dude. And actually, I just read this episode issue, and he was the last director of the TVA. So right. um, that's comic accurate. Okay. Yeah, the um, the actor that plays he who sh- he who remains. Yeah, he uh, did a good. Episode. He was in a show called um, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Mm, people yeah, love which that was show. Great. It's, I didn't watch it because that's kind of oh, sounds. You should it watch it. Scary. What's his you name? You should watch it. Huh? His name is Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a hit. People go, people are going to love him. Uh, but th- there's so many different things that people don't get. Like, uh, I was reading this thing on Twitter, and this guy's like. Yeah, like right now he looks like this, but soon he's gonna have blue skin. Like Kane doesn't have blue skin; his armor is blue. Like that's a mask. And like I'm like, I, you can just tell people who don't read comic books. It's like I was so frustrated when I saw that. It's like he doesn't have blue skin. <laughs> it's a mask, dude. Like it's like it's like it's, I don't know. I need to get over this because if I don't, I'm gonna have a heart attack. You're so saying his to... visor's tinted blue? No, like if if because uh, doesn't it look like it's a um. It's a it's a mask. It's like a it's a it's a face mask, but it's like it covers his whole skin, so his skin it hugs the hugs the skin. Yeah, so it looks like his skin. I can understand if people never read a comic book and think that's Kang's blue. I can mm-hmm. understand that, but he's not. Okay. Uh, and that's a small little thing that I just need to get over. Anyway, what's your questions? What you what you got for me today? All right. Maybe before I even get started, maybe I should just ask you. Yeah, we've we've talked about what I think is a plot hole in this episode a few times. And that's evolved, whether it's a plot hole, whether it was the TVA lying. Where do you stand on that now? What plot hole was that with, with um, Sylvie? It's about Sylvie. Like, yeah. how is there, uh, well, and, now, and now more versions of Loki. Mm-hmm. If we have a sacred timeline, how are there versions of Loki that physically look different from Tom Hiddleston? Because if there's a sacred timeline... Loki can only be born once in that timeline, so it has to look like Tom Hiddleston. Therefore, any variant would also look like Tom Hiddleston. Well, I think that we need to think about it. It's called, like, you ever heard of this idea? Like, you ever played, that's a card game, and this is going to make sense in a minute. It's a card game called Dutch Blitz. Have you ever played it? I've never even heard of it. Have you ever played Uno? I've played Uno. Okay. Have you ever played any kind of high-speed card game? I've played Uno. Okay. Well, Dutch Blitz <laughs> is a game where you play with two, like four people or more. And yeah. you have, it's sort of like Solitaire. So you have a bunch of cards in front of you that you have to match. But you also have to match cards in, in the middle of the pile. So you're competing with everybody else in the, in the game to match as many cards as possible. Dutch Blitz is a great game to play it. But okay. a friend of mine who's really good at it, she, she's awesome at it. She says that you have to have soft eyes, which means you a can't soft focus. Soft focus, very good. Race car drivers do the same thing. Yeah. You don't look at the cars in front of you. You have to have a soft focus so you can see everything. Yeah, and like 
And that, that idea of soft focus, I mean, I do that when you do that when you play video games, to be honest with you. You should do that. Everybody should do that when they're driving, by the way. Soft focus. Okay, that's a good advice. It sounds scary, but that's a good piece of advice. I do yeah. this when I play video games. If you play like Destiny 2 or any kind of high speed um, PvP game with a lot of stuff going on, when you first pick up the sticks, you're just nervous because you have to shoot this thing in front of you and you don't know what to do. But after mm-hmm. a while, you get such a good soft focus that you're not even looking at your gun anymore. You're not looking at any particular individual. You're looking at the whole battle space and you're thinking like 10 right. steps ahead. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to the idea of the variance and Loki and the sacred timeline, you should also have a soft focus on that. Like, this, like you can't focus too much on this Loki is an alligator, right? Think more of, did this Loki, could this Loki have achieved what he needed to achieve in the timeline, right? And, like, the idea is, the reason why the alligator Loki and the black Loki and the classic Loki, the reason why those people got pruned is because their timelines began to diverge. But all of, all, So all of the Lokis on... Is that even a planet? Uh, all of the Lokis in the Void can be explained, I guess. Or I, actually, I think. The one that cannot is Sylvie. Yeah, she could, but she can be explained. Like, if, she, if, she, if, a, if a, a woman Loki could do the same thing as an alligator Loki, right? I mean, the whole purpose of Lokis is to fight Thor and to make Thor lift up and become a hero, right? That's the whole purpose. Right. But at some point, Sylvie became more than she was supposed to be. Right, and then she, they had to prune her. So the way I look at the the sacred timeline, how many times I, have you been born? I think that's a that's a metaphysical question, Mike. To be honest with you, yeah, I, 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 I've I've been born once. Okay, but but in theory, okay. So which one do you think is the true Loki? It could be the Loki that we understand, but it could be Sylvie. Like who's, well, who, so who's I, to say I'm, who's true? I'm back to I'm back to I think that the showrunners and the writers created a plot hole. I, I think. Um, well, here's what I think, and this is me helping the show out a little bit. Okay, okay. I'm just helping the show out. I, so Nathaniel Richards' character said something very interesting. He said that he discovered that there are universes on top of his. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So okay. Now, do you have any kind of paper in front of you? No, but I can visualize. Okay, can you really? <laughs> yeah, and and our right. listeners can visualize. Okay, too. okay, listeners and Mike, please visualize. I'm holding a notebook right now. Can you hear it? Okay, now yep. I'm flat. The notebook is flat. There are pages in the middle, on top, and on the bottom. Okay, mm-hmm. now each one of these pages are going the same direction and doing the same thing, and they look the same. But they're all individual pages doing the exact same thing. Right. But let's say if I flip through the pages. Let's mm-hmm. say if one page, the ink's messed up, right? I can't write on it because the pages isn't right. I'm going to tear this page up. That's a variant, right? And so the mm-hmm. idea with the sacred timeline, if you looked at the graphic that Disney showed that was surrounding the seal, the, the seal at the end of time, the sacred timeline had these threads in it. So the sacred timeline was a big white like th- thread, but it had multiple threads in it. So. Yeah. Think about it this way, Mike. Think about how, like, you can have an alligator Loki, you can have a woman Loki, you can have a black Loki, and you have a regular Loki, right? They're each going to do the same thing, but if one of them decides to do something different, they are going to cause, I mean, a variation of the timeline, and and they're going to create a multiverse, right? So, yes, Sylvie is different than the other Lokis, but I think her- we could do a whole like bonus episode of the podcast on just 
arguing our points on this. Hundred percent. Well, we're doing. There's <laughs> nothing really else to talk about with this episode. That episode all right. So here, l- here's how you can explain all the Lokis within the void. Okay. Okay. I, th- I think I just did. No. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> here's how you can explain all the Lokis within the void. Okay. And 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 this goes back to what he who remains was talking about. Um. So he says again. So. Before this episode, I was like, okay, yeah, they, there's no plot hole. There never was a multiversal war. That was all a lie by the TVA. However, he who remains says that he, in fact, did yeah. end the multiversal war and had a sacred timeline. So that's yeah. where I say, okay, now there's a plot hole again. However, the way there can be all those different Lokis within the Void is because they could have been sent to the Void by um, or as a result of ending the multiversal war. And we all know what do Lokis do? Lokis survive. If that makes you feel better, that's a great, that's so, a great explanation. So that's yeah. how they could be there. Sure. However, Sylvie is still. Sylvie was supposed a to be there. Sylvie was supposed to be there. She escaped. So right. she would have been pruned when she was a girl. She used to still be there. She she should she would. But she but she would still have to come from the sacred timeline, which means she'd have to look like Tom Edelston. But all the other ones did too, though. We don't know that. Okay. All right. I they could have they could have been from before the multiversal war. We don't know that. All right. Anyway, anyway. that was all. Like we could do a whole. We could probably do a, an hour and a half or two hours just talking about that. I think. Well, I, I can hold in my head the idea of two things being the same but different, right? And like, I don't think the universe cares your sexual orientation or gender. No, if, I, if I, you're, I don't if either. You're to, if you're supposed that, to do, if you're supposed that, to do the same thing, if right, if within Sylvie a single could, timeline. Somebody can only be born once. Well, but, but 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 my page, my paper metaphor, right? My paper metaphor. That's multiversal. I know, but okay. No, think about it this way: you have a bunch of different timelines that are doing the same thing. So in that reality, all that's these a bunch time- of different timelines. Yeah, I agree with that. If we but have multiverses, not, but then they, no problem. Yeah, but I, think about it this way: they all are a bunch of multiverses, right? But if right. one goes weird, it creates an alternate multiverse, and it splits from the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's coming off of that, then... Okay, no, no, I feel No, I don't know if it's a plot hole. It's just like, I think it's an overall disagreement of the fundamentals of how multi-universes could work. Like you could, yeah. that could be a female version of you. Which ones? But which ones? The and the whole absolutely idea, in a in a multiverse there could yeah. be. Yes, and the whole no, idea of a no sacred timeline is a lie. Like this is the but timeline. Within my that he, timeline, you have to be your uh, timeline. white guy. Yeah, and you your timeline. Guy. Yeah, and yours. Right. Right. So okay, so the you're idea, saying that Sylvie came from a different timeline than Tom did. Hundred percent. So there. So she did not come from the sacred timeline, or. Tom did not come from the sacred timeline. No, what I'm saying is that the sacred timeline creates creates variant timelines, and they can stay under the radar until they get weird. So, for example, the alligator timeline was in the sacred timeline. The black guy was in the sacred timeline. All these different Lokis were in the same timeline, right? But because they got weird, they diverged, and then they got noticed by the TVA. And that would weird. have to be... They'd have to, like, the timeline would have to diverge while they're an embryo or something for that to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> anyway. But, see, I, but the, the whole thing about the sacred timeline is yeah. a lie. There is no sacred timeline. The, the universe wants to have a multiverse. And, and right. the, the he who remains are officially manipulated 
the timeline to create one that he likes, right? One that yeah, he prefers. He had, so maybe he allowed two. Well, I'm saying he hasn't is that said it's this not, yet. Yeah, one was Tom Hiddleston's timeline, and the other was Sophie's timeline. And he's like, "All right, I've got, I've got Sophie. Let's chop off her timeline." And now, now we've got, now we're down to one. I really like this timeline. We're going to stick with that. What I'm saying is that. He he is he's at a monitor and he thinks, okay, I have my sacred timeline, it's perfect. But underneath it's not. You have a lot of different variations being created, and he doesn't notice them until they diverge too much and he sees them. So I mm-hmm. think that the timeline is I think it by nature in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just by the idea of fiction, right, in general, multiverses, the idea of multiple different timelines is natural. And he's mm-hmm. artificially controlling it. It's not supposed to be that way, right? Right. And right. so that's, and so, the, you know, he, he's looking at a monitor and then he's like, oh, wow, a variant, a variation. I got to prune that. But there's all kinds of different variations bubbling under there that he doesn't notice until it happens. Now, this is not, it's not our fault that we're arguing about this. It's the show's fault. But the show could do a better job explaining it, but it would take, like we've been talking about this for 17 minutes, right? So right. It would take yeah. half an episode. Uh, they, could, they could explain it pretty quickly, I think. I don't know. So anyway, this was all like leading up to, this was my, not even in my notes question before I got to my real first question, which is, or not even a question. All right. So at the beginning of this episode, Sylvie says something to uh, Loki. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead and say it. You know what I was going to say. All right. Yeah. So she's been doing this long I was before he was born. Before you yeah. even existed. Yep. Yep. What the heck does that mean? It means that the timeline does not work chronologically correct correctly. Because, okay, I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. What if the timeline is, it's like, it's a, it's okay. So you know what the infinity symbol looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've okay. seen it in the show. It looks like an hourglass. On exactly. So my theory, and this kind of bothered me too, Mike, until I really started thinking about it. What if the sacred timeline resets? So, and, and every reset, this would also explain your variation theory. Every time it resets, it could, like, okay, so let's say the timeline resets, and now we have a completely new, new timeline. Oh, this is a girl Loki. Variation, prune it. New reset. Oh, this one's good. Keep it. New reset. Oh, alligator Loki. Prune it. New reset. Oh, black Loki. Prune it. So what if it's like that? What if it's like mm. secular, where every cycle there's a new universe being created, a new timeline, and the TVA watches it and, and sees if it's okay or not. And if it's not, they prune it. That could be. That has to be what they meant, because that is a t- that is a legitimate plot hole. What she said is a legitimate plot hole because we thought that all these universes were being created at the same time, right? But no, mm-hmm. the variations are happening in different cycles, and it makes, it makes sense that they're... Yeah, if the timeline ends and recycles, mm-hmm. perhaps she's from the sacred timeline cycle before yes. Loki is. that's the only way it makes sense. That's the only way that makes sense, because we do see that... They did say that, hey, we get a bunch of different Lokis, right? If that's mm-hmm. true... Then that means they have a bunch of different instances where Loki's keeping. But you know what? Born. That still doesn't make sense because it it does. That her timeline, sense. her timeline was pruned, so her timeline got sent to the void. No, it's like did you? So ever, it could have recycled did, and become. Did Loki's you watch? Timeline. Did you watch them when they hit the reset button? Did you watch what they did and how it looked visually? Uh, it looks the same way when you get hit with a baton. It, okay, so if you looked. Whenever they hit the reset button and, and it went off, like let's say the the episode where um, baby Loki, baby Sylvie 
gets captured and they reset the timeline there, right? Yeah, right. Asgard, the total city of Asgard doesn't get destroyed. It's just these little bitty pieces around it. So her little toy boat was destroyed and a couple of other things. Is that not just what we see before the camera cuts away? I think that when they hit the reset, they reset the timeline, right? And then they see if another timeline will be created. And if it looks good, no prune it. If it doesn't work out, prune it. So what if all Mm. they do all day is look at new he wakes up in the morning like mobius wakes up in the morning gets some coffee and says okay which timeline is this this is timeline 2305 of the cycle of 10 and he has to look at four or five different resets every day and then all of a sudden he's like oh god i just prune this one this is bad reset it all right let's try again you know like what if they're doing it like that what if their job is to keep it keep the universe cycle going and make sure it's pure. I'm not sure what the end... Like, I think even Mobius said this. Mobius said that their jobs was to keep the timeline sacred until he who remains fixes the problem and then they go to the end of time and just mm-hmm. live out... The, and you know, so, like, maybe that's their job. But again, they don't explain it. Um, but maybe yeah. that's what they're doing. And that kind of solves the plot hole. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, um... <laughs> I I also wonder, did she misspeak when she said pruned? No, she said prune. Doesn't pruned mean you get, like, your body gets zapped? Yeah, you know, I think what she meant to say is that her her timeline was reset, or maybe that she got... That, that was bad. Um, but you know what? Um, it could be different editing problems. Because, uh, like, whenever they film a show... They have like five or six different endings, five or six different situations, and then the editors just put it together the way they want. So maybe that was a misspeak. That could be a misspeak for us, but it could be something that the the, the script said for her, and they mm-hmm. just didn't catch it. Yeah. All right. I think we've uh, talked enough about that one now. Um, we already hit on, in the previous episode, we get, now we know it's confirmed. We're at the Citadel at the end of time. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to tell us about that? No, I was. I actually felt pretty good about that. Um, I'm yeah. actually reading when, when I was reading uh, Avengers Forever. They did mention uh, uh, um, Aeol, What's the name? Aeolith. 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 Yeah. They mentioned Aeolith, uh, and like, and there's a whole there's a whole section in Avengers Forever where Kane talks about how he used Aeolith and some other different time stuff. So that's actually kind of fun. So that's comic book accurate. Uh, I really like the explanation um, of what Nathaniel Richards said about how it all worked for him and how he was fighting his variations and how he had to, he dealt with all that kind of stuff. I really liked that. I thought it was very clean and very smart. Um, but um, one thing that he says is that he created all. Created all of what? Everything? He just says, Cre- I created all. I control all. Yeah, I mean, in his mind, he did. He does. He he does create all. He does destroy. I mean, he he wiped the timeline. He used Aeolith to clean out all the other timelines, which in the comics, Aeolith also does, by the way. Then right, he yeah, had, we talked about that before. That yeah. Aeolith actually can branch from one timeline to another and, and consume eats it. it. Yeah, and then yeah. that cleaned out the timeline the way he wants it. And then he created TVA, which probably took thousands of years to fully fix then he has a nice clean timeline that they make sure he stays clean and he's in the background just watching it, making sure it works. So in his mind, yeah, he does. I mean, it's crazy because um, in the uh, Avengers Forever book, one of the Avengers says, these, go- these people are gods. How can we fight a god? And like someone tells her, these, they aren't, they're not gods. They have technology that you don't have, 
right? Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting how Sylvie and Loki also kind of did that. Like, he doesn't have superpowers. He just has technology. And then once they got access to the technology, he was vulnerable. And, and I mean, he's not God. He, he was stabbed to death, right? And so mm-hmm. I, think that, I think the question is now, my question is, what happened from the moment that Sylvie kill, killed Nathaniel Richards, he who remains, to when Loki shows up at the TVA and then meets Mobius and says, hey, we got to prepare for Kang or whatever. And he's like, well, who are you? Like, something happened. And I think what happened is, like, um, you know, someone showed up to a sealed at the end of time and started doing some manipulation. I don't know. That's, that's going to be what episode, that's going to be what season two talks about is uh, the taking over the TVA uh, and, and who did it. And I don't think it's Kang. Kang's a conqueror. He's not going to be a bureaucrat. He's not going to be in charge of the TVA. He's going to try to conquer timelines and so again it probably isn't him it's probably a mortis but we'll just have to wait and see okay miss minutes tells them that uh he who remains is willing to insert both of them back into the timeline so they yep. can be together yep 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 got anything to say about that that seems um, weird that will have been the classic marvel comics answer uh, in the in the Marvel comics, it is not uncommon for a multi universe, like one universe, to be mailed from another universe, so those characters can interact. That happens all the time. Uh, there's mm-hmm. multiple different universes. Like this to blow your mind, uh, Franklin Richards, who is the son of uh, Reed and Sue Richards, uh, at at one point created a pocket universe, a little small mini universe to to hold his family in mm-hmm. uh, until he could figure out a way to get them out. And that pocket universe stayed that way. Uh, and then at some point, someone leaves that pocket universe and comes to the Marvel to the Marvel six one six universe and meets them. And she's like, "Hi, um, you created me." And he's like, "Ooh, this is weird." And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really know what to say about that." <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a really funny moment. But like, I think a lot of fans would have been fine or anticipated the idea that we can bring Sylvie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now we have Sylvie, and yay, and everybody's going to be fun and happy. Right. Um, but I'm glad the show didn't do that. I'm glad the show instead um, is going to keep them doing what they're doing, because what they're doing is working. The episode, Loki, the show is working very well. All the actors are working very, very well. The show's dynamic works very well. They have a new mystery to solve. The mystery's interesting. Uh, the villain seems interesting. So I'm glad they didn't do what they were going, what I thought they could have done. And what I anticipated them to do, I'm glad they didn't do it. Right. Okay. Uh, why'd you say it was? Why'd you say it was weird? Do you, are you having a hard time with the idea of like two exact people being existent at the same time? I think it's like no, really I mean, they've been doing you. that through the whole show. I know. That's, but there's it nothing wrong with that. It wouldn't be weird if Sylvie is in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, I just thought it was like, weird that he was willing to, or they said he was willing to do that. Like, why would? I think he knew that he was vulnerable. I think he knew that he could be killed. Uh, and that's why he was scared. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. I thought it was weird. Hmm. And maybe it was just... I don't know. Maybe it was just them adding a little bit of flavor to the episode. Maybe. Really. Maybe they just wanted to have a reason for Miss Minutes to show up again. I didn't think it was that weird. I thought it was like bargaining. It made sense that he would bargain with them, you know? Yeah, but he brought them there. Why would he bargain with them? Well, because he, I don't, cause I don't know. I, if I was, if I was him, I paved the way for them to get there. They just walked on the path. I think he's lying about that. I think he's lying about that. I think that's a lie. I don't you think, think he the, did that. The pages he had was a parlor trick. 
I think that he wanted them to think that so he could get his way. Um, but do remember, he acted completely different when they met when they when they met the threshold. He says, "This is the place where I don't know what's going to happen." Right? Yeah, his demeanor completely. Yeah, changed. and so I think what he wanted to do was to get them to leave him alone before that happened. And then when it happened, he was like, "Well, I'm screwed now." Like it's like you know, like if I controlled all of time and space, and then I realized that there was going to be a certain point where I was going to be with, uh, be with two people who wanted to kill me, but I couldn't mm-hmm. predict it, I'd be afraid too. I'd be I'd be terrified, you know? Okay. Um, well, what do you think the threshold is then? Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, from a writing standpoint, it's probably just something convenient to make the story keep moving. Um, before it was a t- really interesting, um, sequence i guess the the sound went kind of weird yeah you could hear his, a little like thoom kind of sound yeah, yeah his was, uh, personality completely changed yeah i'm not we sure see some uh some kind of a timeline outside the castle that starts uh diverging maybe what happened was that while they were in there the timelines diverged so much that he wasn't able to control it anymore i don't know i thought the graphic that showed the timelines diverge was beautiful. I thought they did an excellent job showing the timeline spread like spider webs. It was it was really fantastic. They did such a great job. And I mean, shout out to the graphics department um, and the and the people who created the sets and everything for the show. They just did a tremendous job. I think the threshold is why when Loki was sent back to the TVA by Sylvie, he wound up in a different universe. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, and uh, again, we don't really know um, exactly how. I mean, we don't know what the show's going to do. But we def- it's interesting how Mobius says, hey, who are you? He doesn't recognize what Loki looks like, which could be, um, that could be a lot of different, that could be a lot of different implications. Right. That could be scary, too. So, mm. <laughs> um, Yeah, he thinks he's an analyst that works at the TVA because he's wearing... Their outfits. Yeah, but 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 somebody at Mobius should be able to recognize an Asgardian, you know, like villain, you know, when he sees him. Well, you know? I mean, so, yeah, if he if he'd seen Loki before, he'd recognize yeah. his face. So but. so if he doesn't know, is Asgard still there? Is our is the Marvel Cinematic Universe destroyed in this version? Yeah, I don't know. Right, and we see a statue of Nathaniel Richards in the TVA. Yes. at that point. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. Don't call him King. Yes. And we see that he, the costume that he's wearing in that statue looks a lot like Kang, right? It does. It's very similar. Okay. Uh, but um, it does look a little Egyptian. And don't do, be aware that next season you might see a little Egyptian stuff because Kang, the first time that he travels, time travels, he goes to Egypt and he rules Egypt for quite a bit of time. Oh, man, I hope so. Yeah. So I he love does. Stargate. Yeah, so it's you yeah, it's gonna me? be a little a little bit of Stargate stuff. Yeah, throw some throw some Egyptian stuff in here. I'll eat it up. There's so much to to if it is Kang, there's so much to it. I mean, there's a thing called the Council of Kings. Uh, in the in the Avengers Forever, they talk about he talks about different divergence of himself. At some at one point, there's like the the original Kang actually takes takes goes to a timeline that was created by a divergent of himself kills his divergent and takes the timeline for himself is really complicated. 
Um, and like Ravona um, Renslayer is also a big part of Avengers Forever. Too. Not a big part, but she's talked about as well. So yeah, we're going to see more Renslayer. We're going to see more Mopius. We're going to see more TVA. Uh, we're definitely going to see a lot more Kang. Next next season is going to be the Kang show, if it is Kang. We don't know. But it's going to be uh, the Dan Riches all over the place. So keep, be prepared for that. What do you think um, this minute showed Renslayer? Speaking of Renslayer. Really good question. I don't know. Um, but I do think that whatever she showed Renslayer is the reason why everything came up. Nathaniel Richards came up king. Like, I think she did something um, because Renslayer is romantically connected to Kang in the comics. So I think that she, like, she's probably doing something with Kang or something like that or Immortus or someone. Yeah, uh, he, he who remains wanted Miss Minutes to show her that. Yeah, so it could be a lot. So we'll, I think what I think happened was here's just my theory. He who remains knows he was going to die. He gave Renslayer something that she could use to give to a to a variant of himself, and that variant could take over the TVA. So to be honest, he that might be dead. Would have to be in another timeline. Yeah, but they were. But we, we did way. we did see variations already starting to be created. So maybe mm-hmm. what Amortis. Whatever Nathaniel Richards wanted to do, maybe he he knew that he was about to die, but he still wanted to have some kind of control. And so that he does get that. I mean, nothing changes at the end of the episode, right? We still have a TVA that's still doing prunings and stuff. So, oh, his. I mean, this TVA's got idols of him. Yeah, just like we did, just like we had with the, um, just like we had for the timekeepers. Yeah, right, right. Rinsay says she's going in search of free will. Does that ring any bells for you? No, it could be anything. I don't know. Okay. I'm really surprised that she, like, I would have loved it if she, if the show had statues of her at the end, that would have been mm. awesome. Like that would have been way more interesting than having statues of Nathaniel Richards. I think so. That would have been cool. Why do you think so? Because it's something different. Like, I think uh, if I, as a comic book reader, seeing Nathaniel Richards' likeness there, that's cool. And everybody's like, oh, it's Kang. He's coming, right? All right. But mm-hmm. seeing her would be like, oh, my gosh. Now she's in charge of everything? That would have been cool. It would have been completely different than what we, we would have expected. Um, so let's well, wait. Just got to wait. Just gotta All, right. Wait. All right. He Who Remains says he was a scientist on Earth. Yeah, accurate. Accurate. What kind of a scientist? I don't know. Just a but generic scientist. In the comics, the the century where the Thayer Richards was, his his great grandfather. Thirty first uh, century is what he yeah. says in the show. In the thirty first century, uh, it was, it's war torn. Like everything's a disaster, and Nathaniel Richards the first um, fixes everything, cleans everything up, and Nathaniel Richards hmm. the third, which is the one that we see, um, kind of like is like in it's like it's like a, it's like a paradise. So I don't know. They're some kind of super scientist person. Okay. Is there any significance to uh, he who remains eating an apple in the episode? No. Okay. I wish That's there cool. was. Just a cool thing to do. All right. Uh-uh. What's the early movie that Brad Pitt was in? Oh, you know what? It's uh, Ocean's Eleven. I think it's Ocean's Eleven. In Ocean's Eleven... In every scene, Brad Pitt is eating, eating something. something. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a whole bit. It's funny. Yeah, right. it's really funny. So that's kind of you know what that eating an apple makes me think of. Yeah, just from if you're watching the show, um, it's more interesting to see someone do something than to sit there and talk. You right. Know? 
what else do you want to tell us? That's it, really. There's nothing really else to tell us. Uh, I want people to be very be be very careful of all the speculation. Um, because a lot of people are saying that it's definitely Kang. We don't know that for sure. I'm very surprised that we don't hear Amortis' name more in like a lot of theory crafting from people. Um, but it could like at the end of Avengers Forever, the Amortis is still is like is very uh prominent figure. So I'm thinking here's my theory that in season two of Loki is going to be Amortis. Um, and that, and he's going to be like the variation of the thing Richards that takes over the TVA and that's going to be a big deal. But I think that Kang, I think they're going to save Kang for Ant-Man. They're going to save the big reveal of Kang, the conqueror for Ant-Man. I just think that's, that's what they're going to do. You know, is it the same actor? Yeah, it's the same actor. Okay. So, I mean, I think that he, like, I think that, I think Marvel's doing something really interesting right now. They did the same thing. If you look at the trajectory right now. They did mm-hmm. the same thing for Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, which is all their properties were aiming towards these last two movies. So every movie that came out had mm-hmm. some kind of tie-in for these last two movies. And right. so I think what they're doing now is building that same trajectory. Like we're going, we're, we're getting, we're building up to the another big uh, Avengers Infinity War Endgame type deal, but it's going to take time to build. So we're Do not you know going, when we're supposed to get the next Ant Man? Oh, it's not even. Not even. Not, it's be like twenty twenty three. It's not even booked for twenty twenty two yet. Like he's not even out there yet. Okay, so it's cool. Be, so, so we'll definitely get the next series of uh, Loki before that movie. I think so. Yes. So I think that Mark. I mean, if you looked at one, if you look at Black Widow, the end of the post credit scenes of Black Widow. Tied to the Hawkeye shows coming up. All these shows are going to slowly interact with each other. So to make you do a couple different things. One, of course, see the movies and, and get Disney Plus uh, subscriptions. But also, it's, I think Marvel, I think the MCU is concerned that people can't keep all this stuff straight. So if, if all these shows interact with each other, interlock with each other, then it makes a lot more sense to them. Um, so we just have to wait and see. But I, I don't I, I, I think that some people watching Loki are missing some of the point of the show. It's not it's not about us trying to figure out this like puzzle. It's about enjoying it. And so I really like I just thoroughly just from a a, a a person watching a TV show, I thought Loki was a great show. I thought I thought it was fantastic. I really got to love these characters. I I'm invested now. I want to see what happens to them. And so I know a lot, this is a podcast dedicated to connecting the the comic lore piece to um, the shows and the movies. But mm. I don't want to forget that this is just ob- objectively, it's just a great show. It's it, I think it could it it definitely is holding its own, and I think it's worth everybody to watch. It's just fun. It's a fun, well directed, well thought out piece of television. Yeah, it's well written, except for mm-hmm. that pothole. Except for the plot hole only bothers you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Gotta bother other people too. It probably yeah. it bothers some you could go on some YouTube. Go on YouTube and type in Loki plot hole and you and have a blast. Just oh yeah. Have a good I, time. I'm gonna have on to that. do that. I'm gonna have yeah. to do that this weekend. Are you serious about that or are you uh, I might actually do that. I oh. might actually do that. Okay. Um all right, so the end credits scene, that's some way to announce your uh, next season of the show, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it was surprising to me. I didn't think they'd do it, um, but it's great. It was, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, what do you think's gonna like? Wh- where wh- where do we go from here? What what are they gonna do? 
I think my theory about Immortus being a big bad is a is a thing. I think that the trajectory of the show, if you look at, so you think in the next series we get Immortus, yes, and then later on we get Kang, yes. But more importantly, we ha- we need to think about the trajectory of Loki himself. In the first season, who is Loki? Is he just a villain? And it turns out, no, Loki can be more. And now I don't think that he is going to exist. I think next season. People are going to be like, who are you? Like, he's going to have to deal with the fact that he doesn't exist. Like, who he is has been erased from the timeline. So I think, I think the, the season, Loki season two will have us interact with a Marvel Cinematic Universe that is changed completely. Like, I don't think we're going to, all the stuff we know about all the different movies and stuff we've watched will just wash away and it's going to be something totally different. And I think his job is to fix it. So I think that's what he'll be trying to do. Do you think Sylvie and Loki will ever be friends again? Well, you know they did smooch. You saw the smooched. Yeah, Smoo- I saw that. Some smooching. How'd you feel about the smooching? I think it bothered you. That didn't bother me. Okay. Because they're the same people. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, it's it's a fictional story. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, totally. They're going to be together again. Oh, yeah. What's the point? Yeah, he's going to try to find where she yeah, is. Yeah, but she, uh, you know, she was fighting with Loki. She... Uh, sent him away. She could have killed him. He didn't. She didn't. You know? Yeah. She could have killed him and then killed But they were supposed to rule the TVA together. That was never... That was he who remains idea. Yeah, but that was never their plan. I don't... I think... You know, I don't think... I I mean, that's... Well, I guess... No, her plan was to kill the guy. Yeah, well, we have two different philosophical... It's two different philosophical debates happening at the same time. Do you believe in fate or do you believe in free will? And I, I think Sylvie believes in free will, and Loki believes in fate. And so you can't; ha- those two things don't work together. You can't have free will and fate at the same time, right? We try to do that in our in our lives, but it doesn't work that way. And so I think that fight, what that fight was, is like, you know, what happens when you get free will, and it looks like it looks like chaos, you know. So we'll just just right. wait. Um, so Sylvie kills Nathaniel Richard. What do you think she does? Does she try no idea. to take over, or does she? No idea. None. No, no idea. idea. No we'll idea. have to. I th- that's going to be the big question. Where's Sylvie? Right. And I like the fact that the show is addressed. The show is doing something really good. The first season had a bunch of questions. They answered those questions, but then the second season has new questions, and so that's going right. to be the premise of the show. Here's some questions. I hope we figure them out. Keep watching. Yeah. You know. Any any other closing thoughts? Read Avengers Forever. Everybody who's listening to this, you can get comics. Comicsology is an app. It's owned by Amazon. So if you have an Amazon account, you can get Comicsology and get comics. Right? Uh, I paid ten dollars for it. It's it's twelve. It's twelve issues, not episodes. Uh, And it will bring up so you will see so many things that you saw in Loki. You'll see it in the comic, and it'll answer all your questions. (laughs) So. Before you, if you're a YouTuber or some kind of influencer and you want to give people your theory about Kang, read Avengers Forever first. It, 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 I literally read it in two hours. I know children can't do that because they just don't have the attention span, but just read it, right? And then give me your theory about what's going to happen because it's going to change. Because Avengers Forever, uh, we said at the very beginning, I'm saying it now, it's a fundamental comic tied to this series. Definitely read it if you want to understand what's going to happen, what could happen. Okay, we're going to have to put that in the show notes. And also, you should read it, Mike. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> Find some. Does your wife? Could your wife read it? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't asked her yet. Okay. Have you? I don't kid- need to ask her because she'll hear this, and then yeah, you know, Mike's yeah. wife. If you're reading this, if you're listening to this, and you want to <laughs> read Avengers Forever, and we have a special episode with you, me, and Mike to talk about, it, I would love that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> I want to talk to the listener real quick. Okay. Listener, are you listening to us on Apple Podcast? If you are, please give us a rating and a review on there. It would really help. And if you're listening to us just on anything else, does it does it have ratings? Does it have reviews? Do it there too. Did you know that we're on YouTube? You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. What else should our listeners do, Jarvis? Tweet us. Send us some tweets. Yeah. Yes, lots of tweets. Tweet at me specifically. Start a tweet fight with me. I would love that. I would absolutely 100% love that. You're at J-A-Y-S-L-A-C-K-S. That's me, Jace Lax. For some reason, I don't worry about my job and my Twitter account. Should I? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Where can they find you, Mike? Uh, I am on Twitter at M-I-K-B-R-E. The show is on Twitter at Super Sideshow. Uh, that account tweets out a interesting tidbit once a day. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of annoying tweets coming out of that account. Give it a follow. It's a pretty interesting uh, feed to read. Yes. Yep. What's our next show? Our next show is Avengers Age of Ultron. Woo! Another hot one. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. You, you will have so many questions. I cannot wait to answer. Are you going to rewatch it or are you just going to go off I the just top watched, of your head? I just watched it a month ago. So I'm yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. You're good then. But uh, yeah, I, this is what I do. I watch an episode bef- way before so I can ha- actually think. There's so much about Avengers Ult- Age of Ultron that, that um, connects to the show, to the comics and doesn't. So we'll talk more about it. Lots more about it. 